4: Hello and welcome to episode 620 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Fade the Public Friday, everyone. The weekend is upon us. I can feel it. I can smell it. And if you're in New England like me, it's pretty hot right now. We actually need some rain over here. But uh, overall, guys, the weekend is is right here. Let's see if we can finish off the week on a good, hot, and high note, uh, of course, here. We'll take one of those three. I guess they're all the same thing. But a lot to get to today, guys. Look at the MLB slate. Huge slate for our Friday uh, Friday action here. I have four Major League Baseball bets, including a really fishy uh, reverse line move, a value play, but not a sharp play. Uh, we do have Alcantara, our favorite pitcher on the bump today, uh, so I'm excited about that. One WNBA game uh, looking at for tonight, uh, and then also one more addition to our UFC card. So we're holding on to Shore, we're holding on to Da Un Jung in pocket. And then today we just got a new batch of data from BetMGM giving us betting percentages. And there is a a big number, but it's a really sharp fade the trendy dog play. So I'm excited about that. And then also, because it's a Friday, because it's kind of the slow time of the year, I figure, hey, there are different sports going on right now. Let's see if we can dabble. And I'm going to dabble in a little CFL tonight, Canadian Football League. I have a play on a total in, yes, the Calgary Stampeders-Winnipeg Blue Bombers uh, game tonight. So uh, we'll kind of uh, talk our way through how to approach CFL. Hint, hint. It's kind of like WNBA, uh, kind of a niche market here. Doesn't get a lot of, uh, you know, public action. But line moves again are meaningful because they're driven by uh, people up in America's hat who uh, know what they're doing and know the sport overall. Uh, so a lot to get to today on a big Friday. Looking back toward yesterday, guys, we're grinding. We're grinding. We're grinding. We're just kind of stuck in some mud right now. Four and three minus zero point three seven units yesterday. Had a good baseball night. Uh, got the Atlanta Braves. I'm actually lucky and glad I took the money line, uh, not the uh, the run line there. Shout out to my guy, Danny Burke. Sadly, Danny, I was rooting for him. He had the run line. He's going to have a much better payout than me, but the uh, but the Nats decided to score a couple runs there late. Got Tampa Bay. Uh, continued to uh, roll against my Red Sox here. Um, also got the Dodgers, which was nice. 4-0 win. And we did get late Houston. Uh, again, you had to sweat that thing that went to extras, but were able to nail that thing down. The one that really annoyed me, the Texas Rangers. You had a 4-0 lead in that game. You blew it. Uh, And I don't know what it is. The Orioles, the Mariners, they're like on these crazy win streaks, sharp money's betting against them, and basically these teams are ripping up the smart money and and spitting it out. Uh, So Texas blowing that lead was not fun. But either way, we're grinding MLB 4-1. The disappointment last night, guys, WNBA. Uh, Both of our system matches 0-2. I I don't remember a single 0-2 night. In the WNBA, I don't remember a winless night in WNBA in a long time, but uh, Mystics got a good number there. Uh, open minus two, got up all the way up to four and a half. Moneyline spot, they lose by five. And then the one that really annoyed me, the Sky. The Sky and the Sparks, uh, over 166 and a half, got up to 168 and a half, 169. They score like, what, 150, 148? After the first quarter, is was like 17 to 16. I'm like, oh, this ain't good. Uh, so that was disappointing, WNBA, which has been running so hot and 0-2. What are you going to do? We're back at it tonight. Uh, I'm excited for the board. Uh, Framber Valdez, sadly, I'll tip my cap, uh, follow the money, won the pentathlon. So congratulations to them. Uh, and Framer Valdez, over 6 navks, Ks, he lands on 6. So uh, that's a reminder of why I don't really bet too many prop bets. To me, they're more of a crapshoot, and there's uh, pretty much less data to go off of. I'm much more confident in betting full game lines overall. Uh, just some more odds and ends looking forward today, guys. Uh, I just wanted to mention this. Kansas City. Kansas City Royals. Unbelievable. This is why baseball is simultaneously the best and worst sport in the world because going into that game against Toronto if you guys didn't heard if you didn't hear I'm kind of lucky that uh, that that number wasn't really out there and I'm glad I didn't play it uh, but t- uh, Kansas City had 10 starters who were unvaccinated and could not go to Canada to, to play the Blue Jays. We saw the biggest line of the entire season with Toronto They were like minus 400 some crazy number like that. What happens Kansas City at plus 350? They win the game three to one with a pretty much a, a skeleton squad there with a lot of minor leaguers. So that just goes to show you baseball, man. It's just it's so it's so crazy. It's, it's just you know terrible teams can win, great teams can lose. How about the Yankees? Uh, they lose to Cincinnati. They lose two out of three to Cincinnati. So, again, luckily we're picking our spots, doing pretty well overall. But that just goes to show you how baseball can be very, very unpredictable and very volatile overall. Uh, The other one that kind of annoyed me, I I noticed this, uh, Tiger. Tiger did not make the cut. Poor one out for Tiger. We got a good number there, guys. Plus 115 to minus 135. I got minus 135. I think he closed like minus 160 to make the cut. And uh, Tiger did not come through for us. So uh, it just kind of woke up and there's a time zone difference, obviously. But after that first round where he's plus six, I'm like, oh, he could maybe, maybe, maybe uh, say a prayer. He could maybe have a great round two and, and make the cut. But kind of knew that we were up against it after a bad round one. And then I saw this morning as I was waking up, uh, kind of the uh, the Twitter Twitter sphere going nuts with uh, Tiger walking up the 18th, um, 18th green and just waving to the crowd. They're all cheering. Not because he played well, but because... I don't know. Is that the last time you ever see him there? I don't know. Probably not. But disappointment, because Tiger was uh Tiger to make the cut was a sharp bet that I was on, and uh, again, Matty Humans liked it as well as uh, Stephen Hennessy. So I'm now two and one. Tiger making the cut. Uh, Again, bet them three times, first two came through, last one uh, today, sadly, did not come through. But either way, guys, a lot to get to on a big Fade the Public Friday. Let's see if we can finish off the week on a good note here. As I mentioned, four Major League Baseball bets, one in the WNBA, three overall UFC. We've hit on two, but I added one more today. Then we'll finish up the pod. If you're looking for some football action, the CFL. Yes, the Canadian Football League. I do have a bet on the Stampeders. I always it always laugh at the names names of these teams the Stampeders and the uh, and the Blue Bombers uh, and uh, true true story Josh Applebaum is my name when I played baseball growing up they called me Bomber so the Blue Bombers wish uh, I lay the points with them nope I'm gonna look toward the total but anyway guys a lot to get to reminder if you haven't done it yet quick housekeeping as always sign up for the Veasan newsletter just go to Veasan slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, and then every single morning, you'll wake up to my Market Insights column, giving you sharp reports every single day, pretty much grinding MLB. Uh, Today's newsletter led off with uh, the uh, the results of the inaugural VEASAN uh, baseball betting pentathlon. Congratulations to a numbers game. uh, Or sorry, with uh, congratulations to Follow the Money. I believe they won it. Uh, And then also looking toward today's newsletter, we have a lot of coverage here. Golf, UFC, NASCAR. Um, British open round two analysis, first strike podcast, gamble and Lou on this UFC card, NASCAR at New Hampshire, uh, at Loudoun, New Hampshire is actually not far from me. I probably could, uh, pretty good walk up there. I could hitchhike up there. Uh, cause I'm in i I'm in a suburb of Boston. Uh, but then also you get promos for legal sports books, take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line. A lot of NFL and college football coverage from Steve Mackinnon, Michael Lombardi run out of all the shows with the guests and hosts that day. It was pretty cool, uh, and the topic of uh, Sopranos, obviously, rest in peace, Pauly, uh, but Vito. I heard Vito was on Will Hill's podcast, and he was also on Follow the Money earlier today, so uh, it's always always cool when Vison can get a Soprano uh, to join the coverage here. Uh, and me and Will Hill always joke, uh, uh, Yanks and four, I was there. Uh, Finn Petrolio, my arch nemesis. Uh, again, those are inside baseball references if you're a Sopranos fan. Uh, but also in the newsletter, uh, today's MLB betting guide from Adam uh, Burke, Derek Carty, Jason Weingarden, the whole crew, links to all of our city casts, uh, contest links as well, betting betting education you can take advantage of, all included in the newsletter for free. It costs you nothing. Sign up vison.com slash newsletter. And then if you want to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a VEASAN All Access membership. We still have our summer special guys. It's a little bit more than a dollar a day now. It's still till till the end of the month, only 19 bucks. Become a VEASAN member, all access member. You will get every Points for the Weekly magazine all the afternoon best bet emails, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, as well as all of our betting guides, including our big one, our big college football betting guide that's coming out in the last week uh, of July here. So, again, if you want to if you want to get more info, become a member, at slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter is sadly where I found out this morning Tiger missed the cut. Uh, but Twitter's a great resource for sports bettors because we need to know about this breaking news that can affect our bet. You know, obviously, the big one is breaking news, breaking injuries. You know, MLB lineups coming out. You want to be, you want to know is Trout in there or not. Uh, you also want to have starting pitchers who are scratched. You want to be alerted to that first time it happens. Uh, also, trades, you know, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community through direct messaging, all available to you if you become uh, a Twitter user. Uh, so get on Twitter, follow at VEASAN Live, The Mothership. We just pump out great Twitter coverage uh, every single day with great little clips of videos uh, from everyone on the, in the different VEASAN programs. And then, of course, you can find me at Josh underscore insights. Feel free to reach out anytime. Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new book. You need an app to track your bets. Uh, you just want to say hello. I love those emails too. Uh, so you can always hit me up, josh at VEASAN.com. So with that being said, guys, Let's see. We can. We're grinding. Like we're like we're like slight winning record down a third of a unit. You know, even record down a half unit. I feel like it's been treading water much of this week. So let's see if we can finish off on a good note here as we steam into the weekend. And we're halfway through July, guys. Believe it or not, uh, summer's flying by right now. But uh, four MLB bets for me today, guys. Let's start running down them. Let's see if we can get uh, three of them. That would be nice. First on the board, it's my favorite pitcher to get behind. Sandy Alcantara Alcantara pitcher here for Miami. As you guys all know, uh, he's the favorite to win the Cy Young minus 110 overall. Uh, maybe you can shop around and find a little bit of plus money, but I think there's value in Alcantara. I really don't see anyone close as long as he keeps this up. Uh, but this is the Phillies at the uh, Miami Marlins. This is Gibson against Alcantara right off the bat. Good move here towards Sandy Alcantara. And also if you want to bet Alcantara, one thing I've noticed the immediate, especially when he's at home, the immediate overnight line gets hit. So if you want to bet him, You probably want to bet him the night before and get a better number because, for example, I wrote about this one in the newsletter, but Alcantara opened a minus 145 favorite with Miami tonight. Uh, He's now up to minus 160. Some shops even like minus 165. So a lot of movement in favor of Miami right off the bat, telling us respected money has laid this chalk price with the fish. Uh, Also, of correlative betting, favorite low total. Total in this one open at seven. It's really juiced up under seven, minus 120. Looks like it may even get down to six and a half. Uh, We have movement toward the favorite. Same exact time, we're getting movement toward the under. So again, that's good correlative betting. Uh, fewer amount of expected runs scored, more likely that they come from the better team. As I mentioned, Alcantara, best pitcher in baseball, nine and three, one point seven three ERA, facing Gibson, four and three, four point five three ERA. But Gibson, since uh, the start of June, has got an ERA over five look at Alcantara, his last 12 starts, Miami is 10-2 in those starts. And then also Philly in this spot, they're just 15-19 and 19 as a dog. Miami's been good as a favorite. They're 24-13 and 13 as a favorite. So we have a Cy Young candidate here on the bump, a line move in his favor, good steam move, favorite low total. Uh, again, been pitching great, and Gibson's been getting lit up recently. I'm going Miami here. I'm laying it with Miami. I got Miami at minus 161. Let's go fish. Next one, and speaking of a fishy line, and here, I, I, I'm already getting nervous because this is me betting against a, a red-hot team, which has a sharp move in our favor. But these, again, as I mentioned, Baltimore and uh, and, and Seattle, especially last night, I can't believe the Rangers blew that lead. Uh, but if you want to play the Baltimore Orioles, I don't blame you at all. They've won 10 in a row. There's been sharp money betting against them, and they keep winning. Maybe they've won 11 in a row at this point. I don't know. I can't even keep track. But I'm going to walk that tightrope, guys. Give me the Tampa Bay Rays tonight. I love the Rays in this spot. So Tampa Bay opened at home around a minus 115 home favorite. Very short number here. They're up to minus 125. So they've moved 10 cents in favor. The Lions moved 10 cents in favor of the Rays. Same thing, correlative betting, opened a total of 8, down to 7.5, really juiced up under, might get down to 7. But again, favorite, low total, so we can check off those boxes. It's also a Faye the Trendy dog spot. You have about two-thirds of bets on Baltimore. And again, I don't blame anyone because Baltimore's red hot. There's something about them. This young team, they got good mojo going. But well, you're getting almost two-thirds of bets on the Orioles, yet the line is moving to Tampa Bay. So that tells me it's a fade-the-trendy-dog opportunity, a contrarian favorite. If everyone's betting Baltimore with plus money, why are the books giving them more plus money? Again, seems fishy to me. Uh, also fishy in terms of the pitching matchup. Wells, who's pitching for Baltimore, has got pretty good numbers, 7-4, and 4, 3.28 ERA. He's facing Patino, uh, who is 0-1 with a 13.50 ERA. So if Baltimore's red-hot... Wells has been pretty good, and Patino's got an ERA of double digits. Then why on earth is Tampa Bay favorite and becoming more of a favorite? Just tells me, guys, you got respected money on Tampa here. They're five and 5-4 head-to-head against the Orioles. Also, home road, Tampa 29-17 and 17 at home. Baltimore 20-27 and 27 on the road. Tampa can just stay home. They just swept my socks at home, and they're still at home now. Baltimore, who's just in Chicago, had to travel. So we can kind of maybe see that that's a, an advantage for the Rays. Also, uh, two right-handed pitchers here. Tampa's 38 and 20 against righties. Baltimore is 27 and 30 against righties. So uh, maybe I'll regret this and just say, don't even look at any of the data. Just take the red-hot O's getting plus money. But I got to stay true to uh, the philosophy here, guys. Sharp money looks to be on Balt. Uh, looks to be on Tampa Bay. A fade the trendy dog Rays play. Give me the Rays in this one. I'm on Tampa Bay at minus 122. Uh, keep on cruising. I told you I had a uh, a value play, but not a sharp play. So I'm going to go L.A. Dodgers tonight. Let's go Dodgers. They got us a nice win last night. Uh, It's a value play, not a sharp play, because the line did dip a little bit toward the Angels. Uh, This is Kershaw against Sandoval. Uh, What do they call it? The freeway series out there. But you did have the uh, L.A. Dodgers open around a minus 200 favorite. They're down to around minus 185, minus 190. So, of course, we have to admit there was a little bite at the apple, some respected money saying, hey, Dodgers are great, but the Angels at home, you know, getting plus money, that line's a little bit too high. Let's hit it. But I think this creates an opportunity to buy low on the Dodgers here. And there's a couple of reasons why I think, again, and it's important when you recognize that, hey, I am going to get up against a sharp move, but I still think there's value on buying low on this favorite at a reduced price. So the Dodgers here at minus 185, I got down on them as a value play, not a sharp play. Uh, Kershaw, 6-2, and two, 2.40 ERA. Sandoval's been pretty good too, 3-4, and four, 2.95. But with two lefties on the bump, How have have these teams uh, done against lefties? The Dodgers, 17-11 and against lefties. Woo-woo, Maureen Chase. Uh, And the Angels, just 11-13 against lefties. So two lefties are pitching. Dodgers have done much better against lefties than the Angels have. Also, correlative betting, another favorite low total. I know this line is dropping away from the Dodgers a bit, minus 200 to minus 185, but you're still a big favorite, uh, minus 175 or more, with a low total. Open at 8, a lot of juice to the under. Looks like it may go to 7.5, so you still have that correlative betting value. Uh, the better uh, hitters here are on the Dodgers. They're hitting 254 uh, versus 2. I can't even read my own writing. 232, 237, somewhere in the 230s for the Angels. Uh, Dodgers are 2-0 head-to-head against the uh, Halos this year. You also look at the Dodgers. They're 57 and 29 as a favorite. They're 28 and 17 on the road. Here's the number that has been kind of a system play for me: fading the Angels when they're a dog. Uh, it came through last night. We had to sweat it, but when the Angels are a dog, they're 5 and 26. 31 games as a dog, they've lost 26 of them. That tells me when they're expected to lose, they lose. So hopefully that continues. And they're also just 22 and 25 at home. So, again, it, it looks like some uh, some money hit the Angels, but I think this creates a buy-low opportunity on a good Dodgers team at a reduced price, good correlative betting, uh, good against lefties and the Angels, as we mentioned, terrible as a dog, 5 and 26. Let's make that 5 and 27. Give me the Dodgers. I'm on the Dodgers. Again, value not sharp, minus 185. Then last play of the night for me, guys, when it comes to MLB, I'm going to sweat the beer makers tonight. Let's make some brews. Uh, The Milwaukee Brew Crew. The Brew Crew are on the road at San Francisco. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Mitch and Pauly. I think what they won on, um, they took Milwaukee to win last night and then also Burns to have nine or more strikeouts, and he had 10 Ks and Milwaukee won. So shout-out to Mitch and Pauly in the morning. It continued to amaze me, those guys. Uh, you got to watch the morning show. They're awesome. Uh, But Milwaukee and San Fran, uh, another game here tonight. Woodruff against Alex Wood. So I like uh, the uh, the uh, Milwaukee Brewers in this one, guys. They open around a very short minus 115 road favorite. They're up to minus 125. So we've seen 10 cents of steam in favor of Milwaukee. This would be the number one system match this year, guys. Nine division road favorites, 158-97, 62%, around a 5% ROI. Woodruff is, has been great here, 7-3, and 3, 4.01 ERA. Um, in his last 11 starts, the Milwaukee Brewers are eight and three, so they really p- uh, played well with him pitching. And in the month of July, he's got a 2.25 ERA, so he's actually gotten even better. And he's on the uh, the injured list for there for a little bit. Uh, he's facing Wood, six and seven, 4.43 ERA. But we have another correlative betting match. You know, line move to the favorite Milwaukee with a total of just seven. Although it is juiced up seven over minus 115. So I'm not going to run to the window to bet that under. I don't have a play on the on the total, but uh, still favorite low total. Uh, and then. Some matchup trends here, guys. Milwaukee forty and thirty as a favorite. San Fran just eight and twelve as a dog. Milwaukee fifteen and fourteen against lefties. Nothing crazy, slightly winning. But San Fran just twenty and thirty three against righties. So I think the advantage here is Woodruff, um, and really seeing this line move toward Milwaukee gives me more confidence to get down on the Brew Crew. So give me Woodruff and give me the Brew Crew at minus one twenty five. There you have it, guys. Again, being selective here. MLB, we're grinding. It's been some of these other sports some nights that kind of keep us from a winning night. Uh, Like <clears throat> WNBA last night, annoying. But our four bets for tonight, can we get three of them? Give me Miami, the fish, Alcantara, minus 161. Tampa Bay, let's fade those red hot O's, minus 125, Tampa. LA Dodgers, value play not sharp, minus 185. And the Milwaukee Brew Crew, minus 125. A nice, tiny little money line price. Let's see if we can uh, get the Brew Crew home. Uh, but there you have it, guys. First half of the pod here in the books we got more to get to. Remember, uh, Morning Chase, where are you at? Your favorite restaurant, Old Country Buffet. Let's grab another plate. Let's walk down the aisle. we got one WNBA play. Uh, we'll update our card for UFC. I have three bets overall. You guys know two of them, but I added one more today with a really good contrarian reverse line move. Uh, and then I am going to dabble in, have a little fun on a Friday night, the CFL. Let's see if we can catch the CFL bet tonight, our first one of the year. So don't go anywhere. Going to finish up strong on a big, big Fade the Public Friday on episode 620 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, betting from a data-driven contrarian angle every single day, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back.
3: What's up, everybody?
4: This is Stephen A. Smith.
3: When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
2: The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe
4: to start listening. Alright everyone, we are back at it. After looking back toward last night, four and three, minus zero point three seven units. A good MLB night four and one. But WNBA, it's almost like hockey. You know how we had a really really good hockey year, and then one night in hockey you go like 0-3, 0-2. You're like, what is going on? That's what I felt like with WNBA. I'm like, what am I watching? Uh, but anyway, guys, uh, looking toward today, uh, we started the pod talking MLB, four Major League Baseball bets across the board, sweating Miami, Tampa Bay, the Dodgers, and the Milwaukee Brew Crew. Now let's go to the WNBA. I told you I got a bunch of uh, odds and ends here to finish up the pod, but I'm looking for some revenge in the WNBA tonight because this one last night was really, really frustrating. Uh, both sharp moves did not come through. What are you going to do? Some nights that happens. Uh, but I'm getting back at it tonight. So I'm going to take the Lynx and the Fever, 7 o'clock game tonight, give me the over 166 and a half. Uh, so notice that this total open at open at 165. It's up to 166 and a half. So this has been the, you know, the over system that we've been cashing at a pretty good rate this year. When you see steam of at least one point to the over, the over is 35 and 23, 60% overall. These are also two of the worst teams in the WNBA. So the Lynx are nine and 16. The fever are five and 20. Maybe you get one of those like two terrible teams, play no defense and maybe scoring, uh you know, a lot of scoring basically. So I'm kind of hoping that that that's kind of the thought process here. We have our over steam system match. They also have two of the best over teams in the WNBA. Both the Lynx and the Fever are 14-10 and 10 to the over. They've cashed a lot of over bets here. Uh, the Lynx are also number four in terms of offense. They're averaging 84 points a game. The Fever are 12th. And remember, there's only 12 teams. They're dead last in defense. They're giving up almost 90 points a game. So hopefully the combination of the Lynx score a lot, Fever give up a lot. Also, the Fever are number two in terms of pace. Even though they're terrible, they get up and down the court, so that's good, more possessions, more opportunities to score. And then to really put the you know the cherry on top here, using our VEASAN.com bet splits, only 59% of bets are on this over, but it accounts for 94% of the money. That's a 35% uh, smart money discrepancy here. So uh, that's important to me, that you have a lot of big wagers here on the over. Uh, and, again, this Lynx over has moved up. We have a steam move system overmatch. Both teams 14 and 10 to the over. Good offense, bad defense, and fast pace. So I am on the Lynx fever. Give me the over. One sixty six and a half. Uh, then looking toward our UFC card, guys, uh, reminder, you know, if you haven't bet UFC with the Market Insights pod crew yet, uh, you know, welcome. Uh, where you been first off. But um, remember, we have a kind of a model here that we look like to abide by. We're looking for fighters who are younger, taller, have a longer reach, have a line move in their favor. And if you can you know, get it, it's not always the case, but if you can get the percentages, maybe a little bet, higher dollar percentage in favor of one of these fighters. So we added two, you know, early in the week. Still holding Jack Shore. Uh, I got Jack Shore. Right now he's like minus 150. I think we got him like minus one. Where do we get Jack Shore at? I got I to gotta, uh, flip back in my notebook here. I think we got Jack Shore at, let's see, minus 165. That line must have come down a little bit then. He's back down to like minus 150. Okay, so maybe a little buyback on Jack Shore. If you haven't bet it, better number now, like minus 150. Uh, we also are holding Da Eun Jung. Uh, da Daun Jung is looking pretty good. He's checking off all the boxes. We got Da un Jung around minus 120. Uh, and again, these are all pretty much checking off all the boxes for us. But the one that I added, it's a little bit higher of a number here, guys. But anytime I see a, a, a favorite that's contrarian, I almost always want to get behind it, especially when uh, the public always wants to bet favorites. When they get down on a dog, again, that tells me that there's really some good value to bet against the public there. Um, so I'm going to bet Su Mujari. Uh, Sue Mujari, M-U-D-A-E-J-A-E-R-J-I. He's, fading Matt, he's fighting Matt Schnell. So Sue Mujari, uh, open as around a minus 240 favorite. He's up to minus 265. So we've seen about 25 cents of steam in favor of Sue Mujari. What I really like about this one is that Sue Mujari is not a favorite of minus 265 getting 90% of bets. He's only getting 39% of bets. So you have, you know, a little more than 60% of bets taking Schnell and plus money. Yet the line is going to Mujari. So when I see these this situation here, it almost reminds me a little bit of. Uh, do you guys remember McGregor and Mayweather? Uh, it was like the first fight when uh, everyone was betting. How do you get not get Connor? He's like plus five hundred or whatever or whatever it was. But that line kept going up to Mayweather. and He's only getting like twenty percent of bets. That really showed me, you know, kind of opened my eyes when it comes to contrarian value in, in like fights in particular. So Mujari only getting thirty nine percent, yet the line moving is moving in his favor. Now, he has a big, a couple big advantages here. So, he's got a youth advantage. Sumujari Jari is 26 years old. His opponent, Matt Schnell, is 32. So, fade fighters 30 or older, fade fighters 5 years or older. They're both 5'7", but then also a reach advantage for Sumu Jari. He's got a 72-inch reach, just 70 inches for Matt Schnell. So, I know it's a bigger number, but, I, again, when I see that 39% and yet a big favorite became more of a favorite, that's a good fade the trendy dog play. So, I'm on Sumujari. Sumu Jari. Let's get Sumujari at minus 265, as well as Shore and Da unjung Can we get a nice 3-0? That'll be fantastic. I'll take a 2-1, but we're going to need those smaller uh, payouts to come through. But let's see if we can get all three. Shore, Da unjung and Mujari. That's what I'll be sweating on tomorrow's card. Now, to finish up, I did not you probably didn't expect to hear a CFL play today, uh, but I want to dabble in some CFL. I've been watching it from afar. I've been looking at some line moves. I've been seeing them cash, especially some totals to the over, and I'm like, why am I not betting these? Um, so I'm saying, Hey, it's the dog days of summer. Let's see if we can, uh, you know, make our portfolio, you know, get it a little bit bigger here. So see if we can dabble in some other sports, hopefully cash some bets. And I think, you know, the more important thing is, you know, if you can be, you know, proficient at more than one sport at multiple sports, then all you're going to do is give yourself more options and hopefully cash more plays. So my play tonight, 8:30 PM, the Calgary Stampeders against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. So both these teams are really good. Um, they're both undefeated I think Calgary's five and zero. Winnipeg's four. And Oh, um, in terms of the spread, hasn't really moved too much. It's like a three and a half, four point favorite here, uh, for the blue bombers. But where I'm, what I'm going to target is the over guys. Give me the over 48 and a half, uh, the total in this CFL game It open at 46 and a half. It's been bet up to 48 and a half right off the bat. We're seeing a lot of money to the over. And I kind of treat this the same as WNBA. It's a niche market. You really don't have public betting CFL up in Canada. They love it. But really, it's not big outside of Canada. So when you see these line moves, you can know that it's not you know everyone at the bar at Buffalo Wild Wings all throughout you know America and the world betting this over. No, it's people who probably have modeled this game, have an edge, you know, know the ins and outs of the of uh, of CFL, hammering the over. So you have over movement. Uh, we do have overs twelve and eight so far to start in uh, in the CFL. So they've been off to a a good start here, just in general. Both teams are undefeated, so again, you got two good teams facing off. Uh, maybe get a big, nice, competitive game tonight. The Stampeders are four zero to the over, so they're a dog here. They're a do- they're four zero to the over, and they're a dog in this spot. They're getting four points, so uh, that kind of speaks well to. And if, especially if you see this line drop, I did see one book four down to three and a half. But if you start to see you know movement to the over, uh, and you do see a little uh, you know dog liability, then maybe it's going to be a competitive spot here where the dog kind of keeps pace. Um, you also get the points four points against Winnipeg who's at home here, they're averaging 26 points a game, only giving up 17. So if you add those two numbers up, I know that's not really the way you want to look at a total, uh, but that's just, what, 36? That's 43. Uh, so you'd be a little short of that total. But we're banking on his Calgary, this dog here. Calgary's averaging 36 points a game. They've been one of the higher-scoring teams in uh, in all of college, in college football, in all of CFL. Uh, but they're giving up 22 points a game. So you add those two numbers up, and, again, it's a rudimentary way to do it. You don't want to always do that, but it's kind of a point of reference at least. Uh, that's a 58, uh, total here. So, um, really banking on Calgary as a dog, getting points, putting up points, keeping this thing close, um, a niche market with a line move to the over overs 12 and eight. Uh, this is again, kind of a WNBA niche market steam move to the over system match. So I'll be sweating. Yes. From my, uh, from my house in Boston in the suburb of Boston, I'll be sweating at 8 30 PM. I got to find out, is this on TV? How do I watch this thing? Is it on like Twitter or Facebook or one of those stupid ones? Uh, do I have to get, like, the ESPN, the Ocho? I don't know how I'm going to get this thing, but I'm sweating Calgary-Winnipeg. Give me the over 48-and-a-half, a, st- a steam move over system match in a niche market. Let's go Calgary over 48-and-a-half. There you have it, guys. Another day, another dollar, grinding in the arena here. Let's see if we can finish off our week on a hot note. Uh, sadly, Tiger, uh, is, this, is, this, is this the end of Tiger? I hope not. But, man, Tiger, you really didn't even come up uh, come up close for us. What are you going to do? But either way, guys, continue to grind MLB. Let's see if we can get a bounce back here in WNBA. Excited for a big weekend of biting in the arena. Let's see if we can uh, start off on a hot note with our first CFL bet. First of many, hopefully, as we uh, have that thirst and excitement for uh, college football and NFL. Maybe we can dabble and wet our whistle here with a little CFL. Uh, But either way, guys, reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights podcast, if it's helped you cash some bets, if you've learned more, uh, you know, in terms of uh, you know, reading line movement, looking at percentages, looking at system plays, uh, grinding and just sticking with it. Um, if the pot has, you know, kind of helped you along in your journey, become more of a flat better, and instead of maybe, you know, uh, betting to uh, betting to win instead of betting to risk. Or you're loosey-goosey with your bankroll. Uh, you parlayed a lot. Uh, or you just think I'm a decent guy. You want to make money and make me happy. That's, that's totally cool too. Uh, but if you want to learn more about sports betting uh, and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work I put in grinding every day, then there's one thing I ask of you. Buy my book. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set. How and why they move. How to read line movement. How to locate sharp action. Steam moves. Reverse line moves. Line freezes. Low bets, higher dollar discrepancy plays. 50-50 betting but line movement. How to identify sharp action and also contrarian value. How to go contrarian. What sports to go contrarian in. How to set up a bankroll management plan. How to place a bet. Uh, in person or online, how to shop for the best line, as well as chapters on all the major sports. So really my book is you know, you know, geared toward brand new betters, people who are looking to get in for the first time and kind of need the rules of the road and the common mistakes to avoid. But there's some good system plays in there that even if you're a wise guy or a wise girl, maybe it'll help you cash it better too. So uh, it makes a great uh, stocking stuffer. I know there's no holidays here, but a birthday gift, you know, you know the deal. I got I got to be a little bit of a used car salesman here. Just kidding, not a tout. I'm selling something that I believe in. But uh, anyway, guys, it would mean a lot to me if you want to pick up a copy, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting, available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. Uh, support your boy. It would mean a lot if you already have bought one. Thank you, thank you, and thank you again. Uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day in the great state of New York, mobile market. We're down to, what, 16 days from Massachusetts to figure this thing out. You better get it done. Hashtag Let Us Bet. Again, if you haven't been listening or watching or paying attention, uh, I'm from Boston, and we better get legalized betting. We have until the 31st of this month to get an agreement here. Uh, if not, they'll kick it t- toward next year, which makes me wait another year. Since 2018, I've been waiting like forever here. Let's get it done. But then, of course, out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found. I'm talking about the South Point, where he had nice four, four nice hot dogs last night, which is nice. Uh, or, of course, with Stormy, who just celebrated her birthday. Happy birthday to Stormy. Uh, sweat and sharp contrarian plays with the crew at Stadium Swim, getting your feet wet. Uh, going inside, getting a Victory Burger, or of course my two other favorite books when I'm in Vegas. I gotta see the Mandalay Bay, which is awesome, and then of course uh, you gotta look at this, the Super Book, uh, the Westgate. It's like going back in time, but it's awesome. Uh, so wherever we're at, we're gonna bump into each other. You're gonna show me no WNBA tickets. We've been pretty good all year. WNBA 0-2 last night. Ugh, puke. Show me some baseball tickets. Show me an Atlanta Braves ticket where we paid more. To cash a ticket on a money line and didn't take the uh, the run line there, which is nice. But Tampa Bay getting it done with a nice comeback against my Sox. The L.A. Dodgers coming through. And late night, the Houston Astros. Four hot dogs from MLB last night. I wish you the best of luck, guys. Have a fantastic weekend. Stay cool. It's pretty hot out there. So hopefully you're, I don't know, by a pool or by a beach or, you know, hanging out by a pond. Uh, I don't know, playing Beirut or, uh, you know, playing beer pong. Uh, But I hope you have a great weekend. Be smart. Make good decisions. Have fun. Cash your bets. Let's see if we can have a big UFC biting weekend overall. Uh, But reminder, my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself on the side of the house, always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. We're playing a long game here, and over the long haul, smart money's going to win a majority of the time—between 55 and around 60% of the time. So that's why we always want to be with these sharp moves, except when it's a Dodgers value play. Hopefully, that comes through tonight. Uh, but anyway, guys, if we can—if we can do that, if we can—if uh, we can kind of find the games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long term. So I wish you the best of luck. Have a fantastic weekend. Uh, if you're around three to four p.m. Eastern time, me and Pritch uh, will have our last show before the weekend starts, and we'll be back at it on Monday uh, as the uh, as the summer continues to grind here, guys. So I uh, wish you the best of luck. Have a great weekend, uh, and uh, and by the way, uh, anyone watching Better Call Saul, that last one, oh, my God, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a spoiler here, but we only have what four episodes left. Uh, I cannot wait for the next one. Pour one out for Howard Herman and Lalo uh, Lalo Salamanca. Uh, but anyway, guys, have a great weekend. Good luck. And don't forget to tip your ticket right here. Good luck, guys.
0: MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is